From the poorhouse to the palace, Bethel Baptist Church is pleased to bring you this uplifting program hosted by Dr. Doug Castle. Please stay with us and open your heart as Dr. Castle opens God's Word. Well, thank you for tuning in again today. We are uh, here in Ephesians chapter 1, and we're looking at the blessing uh, that God chose us in Him before the foundation of the world. What a wonderful thing to know that election has nothing to do with anything that you and I can do because God already determined it before the foundation of the world. And that doesn't mean that God picked some people to go to heaven and some people to go to hell. Look, look, again, there are distinguishing marks of the elect. I, I want, I'm going to ask you a question that's on everybody's mind. How do I know if the person that I am witnessing to, that I'm sharing the gospel with, if they're elect or not? Now look, God makes choices. Get this. But so do we. The three basic essential elements of personality were not taken from Adam when he sinned in the garden. There are, three, there are distinguishing marks of the elect. There are three basic essential elements of personality that we all possess. Intellect, that's the use of the mind. Emotion, the exercise of the heart. And will, uh, the, the exercise of the mind. Okay, uh, the, the, the choice that the mind makes. Intellect is the use of the mind. Will is the decisions that the mind makes. And of course, emotion, uh, what we feel in our heart. Now it says in John 3.18, He that believeth on him is not condemned, but he that believeth not is condemned already, because he hath not believed in the name of the only begotten Son of God. Election is not separated from, from free will, like the Calvinists want you to be believe. They want you to think that you don't have any choice in your salvation. If if God chose you, you, you couldn't go to hell if you wanted to. And if God didn't chose you, choose you, you couldn't go to heaven if you wanted to. No. Election is not separated from, from free will. It is yoked to free will. In an election, in an election, get this, this is very simple. It's very simple. You, in an election, you make a choice. You choose and others choose. We all make a choice. In the year of a presidential election, you make a choice. Well, people say, well, I didn't vote. Vote. Well, you made a choice not to vote. Foolish, foolish choice. Now, God made a choice for your soul before the foundation of the world. He made a soul, a choice for your soul at Calvary. The Lamb of God was slain from the foundation of the world. That's the vote that God made. God cast a vote. He elected for everyone. He's not willing that any should perish, but that all should come to repentance. For whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. And the Spirit and the bride say, come. Let him that is a thirst come, and whosoever will may come. Who will have all men to be saved and come to a knowledge of the truth. If I be lifted up in the earth, I will draw all men to me. God has made a choice for every soul that he has ever granted the breath of life that they be saved. But you make a choice too. And let me just tell you, Satan, the, it's the devil's cast a vote for your soul. Just as he... He would see everyone justified through the, God would see everybody justified through the blood of his son, the lamb slain from the foundation of the world. The devil would see us all condemned and destroyed as he shall be one day in the lake of fire. 
you hold the deciding vote. We make a choice because we are made in the image and likeness of God. People make choices without considering the consequences of their choice. They choose to put it out of their mind. They choose tomorrow only to find out that tomorrow never comes. They choose to leave it to fate or kismet or karma or their good works on the day of judgment. And those are foolish choices. But unto you, therefore, which believe, he is precious. But the fool has said in his heart, there is no God. Look, I've often said through the years, and I'm not the first to say it. I'm, again, I'm, I, all this is stuff I was taught years ago. Some of it I can't remember where, who I learned it from or where. I believe that this statement, though, is based, is made based on what I heard from Dr. John R. Rice, that there are two things that will never be reconciled in the finite mind of man in heaven or in earth. The sovereign, ultimate foreknowledge and working of the divine will of God and the free moral agency of man. God does not interfere with the free will choices of man, but neither does God allow man's choices to interfere with his ultimate divine and sovereign will. That is the prerogative and the power of God. That is the prerogative and the power of God. So God makes choices, but we make choices as well. Let me ask you, what choice have you made? If you don't go to heaven, it's not because God didn't want you to. It's not because God didn't choose you to. He did choose you. He elected you. He chose you. He selected you out. He chose you before the foundation of the world, each and every one of us. There's some more, so many scriptures about it. The, the, the Calvinist has to throw away half his Bible or change the pronouns. By the way, that's why the Calvinists like the English Standard Version of the Bible, the ESV, because the pronouns have been changed to suit their doctrinal heresies. You better stick with that old King James Bible of yours because it's the one that says all and whosoever. Now, we're going to look next at another word on tomorrow's broadcast that defines our salvation. And again, it's a word that people want to yoke with election. It's the word predestination. Now, the word predestination and the word election, I've said this, I believe I said this last week, they are related, but they cannot be yoked together. Now, election and free will are yoked together, but you cannot yoke election. Election and free will are kind of like a marriage, but you cannot marry election and predestination. You're not allowed to marry your cousin, no matter how much you like them, all right? And so we're going to look at predestination, and predestination, like election, is honestly, uh, it's amazing how two of the most simple and wonderful words that define our salvation have been so polluted and corrupted that we look at them, scratch our heads, and think, well, man, this guy's awful smart, and, and so he sounds real good, so he must be right, and there must be no hope for me. Let me tell you something. He's not near as smart as you think, and you're not giving yourself enough credit because predestination is one of the most simple and sublime words that defines our salvation. We're going to look at that word tomorrow and hopefully a bit encouragement to you. May the Lord bless you until then. You've been enjoying the program from the poorhouse to the palace. Find Pastor Castle's Bible commentaries and other resources when you visit the website bbclinton.com. Archive broadcasts of this radio program are available at wytjradio.com. Listen to the latest broadcast wherever you are or catch up on what you missed whenever you want by subscribing to the podcast on Spotify, 
Apple Podcast or Google Podcast. Just search from the poorhouse to the palace. From the poor love.